Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Hello, everyone. In this episode, I'm with Tara, a beautiful lady. Welcome to Deep Conversations by Breath Hub. And yeah, Tara, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being <laughs> Yeah, thanks being for here. your time. Uh, you have a beautiful energy and it's beautiful here in New York. Great weather outside. Beautiful weather today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so really I'll, lucky. I'll just let you know, first of all, introduce yourself. What do you do and all that? Yeah. Okay, so my name is Tara Bianca and uh, I'm the owner and creator of a company called Be Light Transformative Therapy. And I've had this company in its name now for about four or five years. And it started as an in-person practice, you know, so I've been in New York about 23 years now and I've always been in holistic wellness and my kind of bread and butter for so many years has been manual therapy, body work, uh, doing movement therapy with people, really getting into the physical, like heavy stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the density of being a human being. Yeah, yeah. And then more recently that that part of my um, practice has evolved and over the years I've started to incorporate more breath work, mm. more meditation work, more sound healing. I do work with sound a little bit as mm -hmm. well and vibration. Um, so I have, what brings me to Breath Hub is, you know, I've explored a lot of different styles of breath work in my life. And I know, Nevsha, you were from Turkey, right? Yeah. And so I actually studied with Judy Kravitz, Kravitz okay. for a long time yeah. doing transformational yeah. breath. And I know that's huge in Turkey, so yeah. I'm sure yeah. you're familiar yeah. Yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of other different styles of breathing too, mm -hmm. which I would say fill the scope from working with, again, very physical, physiological, all the way up to this more spiritual, yeah, psycho-emotional like work. Bringing, yeah. Yes. Um, and what I find with the breathing, I just find it's so uh, foundational, primary to everything else that we're doing. You know, for so yeah. many years, so I, I have a background as a dancer too, I was a dancer, and I was always so in my physical body. You know, I was a fitness trainer, I was, I was always focused on mm. the muscles and the flesh yeah. and the strength and all these yeah. things. And as I evolve, as I age, I realize I've been missing this critical component of going yeah. deeper and connecting more foundationally with this, this primary thing that all beings have to do before they can do anything else, right? The yeah. breath comes first and then everything follows. Yeah, it's like, I think <laughs> that's like big, the biggest lesson for yeah. anyone listening to us and anyone interested in, you know, all kinds of being the best version of themselves. Like if you're interested in self-mastery, you know, being the best version of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, on all levels starts with breathing and then, it's kind of like the mother of it all. It's on top of it all. all. Like, you know, we need the breath and breath work as an ally with no matter what we're doing, like right. dance, sports. Right. Of course. Yeah, it's crazy. 
I mean, it's so comical, you know, just on the most basic, again, physiological level, you know, we're always focused on what are we eating, what are we drinking, how are we moving, and this thing that we can't live more for more than a few moments without, we just take it for granted, we don't yeah. think about it, you know, yeah. and it can be so much more powerful for us if we can connect with it, if we yeah. can harness it. And it's it. also very interesting <laughs> for me, I mean, because mm -hmm. I've been researching on breath, working on breath for a long time now, it's also interesting, like, how people don't relate it to breathing or breathing issues like when they feel anxious right. or way that when they can't breathe and they have a panic attack it's like it's the last thing to do to just get a prescriptive medicine it's obvious that right. you're getting panicky or anxious because your breath changed or sleeping disorders it's obvious right. that there's something wrong with your breathing like the first thing like or like mental disorders or depression. Sure. You know, it's like, I don't even understand how people miss it. It's like, I mean, because in my own journey, I didn't miss it that much. I mean, I was in like 25 years ago in my 20s. I was in deep depression before I started breathwork and I started yoga, breathwork, meditation all at the same time. And the reason I started breathwork was because during my meditation practice, I was feeling there was something wrong with my breathing. So it's it's kind of like for me, how come people don't realize that? It's like... Well, I think it's cultural too, you know? I think I, if you've ever studied in India, you've studied a lot of pranayama, I think. Yeah. And, you know, I have a lot of students now who are in India, actually. And, you know, they tend to come, they've been doing the breath practice their whole life, but they are more curious about the why. You know, their gurus don't teach them the why, they have to discover for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but in speaking to them, it's so cultural for them. It's so obvious that there's a breathing issue. You know, if there is another issue with the physical body, the emotional body, the mental, the psychological, they will evaluate their breathing more and play yeah, with the like breathing. First check your breathing, right. then everything else. Right. But I have so many clients dealing with this anxiety, the mental strain, the depression. And... Um, you know, I feel like my, my thing lately to be a little bit more physiological with them since that's where they're coming at me from, mm. right? That's the lens is, you know, your, your condition of your nervous system at any moment in your day really determines your perception of reality, really determines how you move through the world. Yeah. So if you have this hyper facilitated nervous system with the anxiety and the fast breathing and the stress, you're going to perceive everything around you as danger, something to defend yourself against, something to run from, something to fight. Whereas if you can tap into that and calm the nervous system, yeah. aka focus on your breath, <laughs> yeah. then you change the whole thing. The same reality now becomes totally different. Yeah, right? and also our reality also changes because yes. we're, we're energetic beings. Right. It's like you hear it probably thousands of times, but we're in energetic beings. And the way our energy vibrates is very much aligned with our breathing. It's like when you're anxious and stressed and breathing in a shut, I mean, in a stressful, like fast breathing or mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, unbalanced breathing, you send those energies outside, and then you, your life brings those experiences. Exactly. It's like when I'm, when I'm like danger, danger, you don't live a calm life. Right. It's like there is real danger in five <laughs> seconds, you know? Right. It's like because our lives reflect that. It's yeah. like that's why. I think it's like to change our life reality, we need to change our energetic system through breathing as well. 100%. I'm 100% yeah. with you. And and I'm also like curious about how do you lead your clients? Like, like first, do you have kind of like an analysis? What do you do if I come to you and 
It's, so it I'm depends, like, you know, one on one is very different than a group experience, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, so one on one. So it's interesting, you know, last year I actually. Is it more on, sorry, is it more on symptoms, like symptom based? If I come and tell you, like, I want to work with you, do I tell you, like, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, or I have this in my body, I have that? Like, how does the whole procedure. Uh, and it depends on the style of breathing that yeah. I want to do with yeah. you and wh- how and where we're meeting, you yeah. know? So my whole um, practice was in person for. 16 years last year i actually had to close down my in-person practice Mm -hmm. so i've been doing everything online so it changes the assessment and evaluation a little bit yeah um, because you're not present with them you there's a different energy and a different kind of exchange and you can only perceive so much through the little box you know the (laughs) little screen on the computer Um, but i still love to just observe people breathing Um, I do do a thorough intake with people. I want to know how are you sleeping? What are you eating? How? What's your exercise regimen like during the day? Yeah. Do you get short of breath? Do you have any breath awareness? Yeah. Do you suffer with anxiety? Things like this. Yeah. Um, and I am really pro education. You know, it's nice to know the how and to give people exercises, but I feel like unless they have a good understanding of the exactly. why, they won't be um, exactly. Compa- they, what is the word? Yeah. Why for? and the what? <laughs> yeah. Why and the what? It's like yeah what are we going to do yeah here? what are we doing here and yeah why are we doing it the intention here? is everything so i have yeah. them set short-term goals we set long-term goals what do you want to achieve and then we base the exercises off of that i'll do yeah. some tests some exercises with them to see how they respond we always pause eyes closed okay what are you feeling in your body now what shifted in the last five minutes do you feel any change in the physiology and yeah. the mood the mental state the emotional state and then really feeding that back to them you know okay so i hear you say that you feel so much more calm look that only took five minutes so how are we going to take this exercise now and implement it into your daily practice so that you now have this tool well and then you're not reliant on anyone it's so self-empowering to know i have this thing that i can do it takes two to five minutes it resets my nervous system it changes my whole reality around me yeah five minutes a day ten minutes a day yeah i mean you can go forever you know i've done you know 60 90 minute sessions with people having them breathe you know but it's not necessary i know that we're in a world where everyone's busy running in a million directions so with my work now it's really about your breathing is only really functional if you are also able to take it into your walking waking life you know it's not just about sitting down to do a 10 minute breath practice how are you breathing when you're walking to the grocery store when you're driving your car breath awareness like Yeah. yeah having that brave right interacting yeah. with your your spouse your significant other your children what is your breath doing in that moment yeah. that is shaping how and you're it interacting takes time right it's oh, like sure. day after day i mm-hmm. mean it's like these are both necessary like keeping this in mind and also like this can happen only if you do daily breath work sessions it's yeah. like the more you do breath work mm-hmm. the more you become aware and then you're like huh i feel anxious what is what is it in my breathing? Like, hmm, the breathing is changing. Like, I breathe faster. I, I'm breathing more shallow. Hmm, that's why I'm anxious. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on with my breath? What's mm-hmm. going on with my life? Or in a relationship, when you, like, you are tense and when you uh, maybe react or say mm-hmm. something you don't want to say, and then mm-hmm. you're like, wait a second, like, what's going on with my breathing? Like, with my physiology, with my psychology? It's It all starts with awareness. And I think to gain that awareness in the first place, we need to start by practicing breath work every day, like breath work and meditation. First comes breath work, I think. I'm a strong believer that psychology is a byproduct of physiology. I say it the whole time. It's like until our physiology chemistry is like 
you yes. know, healthy and fine, you can't manage your psychology. Yes. It's like, I love meditation. I love, you know, doing meditations and I'm a meditation teacher and all that. But I teach my students breath work before meditation because it's much more easier or mind work. I, I'm also a Martini method facilitator. I use the work and many other, you know, transformational mind transformation tools. I start with breath work. Why? Because it's easier to work with people who have been done breath work. They have more awareness in their system. It's like, I mean, even with the Demartini method, it's harder for people if they don't have any awareness. It takes me hours to get them there. If they've done breath work every day for a couple of months, it's like, you know, yeah. it's this quick. Yes, awareness is it's everything. It's kind of like, sure. and awareness equals to breath. Yeah. I think, like, yeah, it's it's know? everything. And it's I think brilliant. what you said is right. You need to start somewhere. So you need to have that daily sit down for ten or fifteen minutes and focus on it. Yeah. But it's really interesting. You put a person in front of you, and you just say the word breath, and people change the way they're breathing. You know, it's very powerful. Yeah. You know, just like the feeding just, the word sometimes changes how people are breathing because it draws your attention. And now that your attention is there, change can happen. Change is possible. And it's all about that, like drawing yeah. the attention. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. bringing people there, like get back to your breathing. Mm -hmm. And I'm also with you on this uh, psychophysiological connection, of course, yeah. you know, only because I've seen that result with so many people I've worked with or people that my teachers have worked with where we've been talking a lot lately about mental anxiety is not a psychological or mental disorder, but as a physiological one. What is going on yeah. with your breathing? Let's change your breath first before we start to dig into the, the ancient wounds, which can be contributing, yeah. of course. Of course, the past trauma is going to play a role in it. But at what moment in your life did your breathing change to even precipitate this cycle of anxiety yeah. that you've been stuck in for so many years? Yeah. You know? Uh, so and it's you, in the physical form. Yeah, it's actually. in the physical form. So using breathwork is powerful, I think, for dealing with past trauma and just like changing that vibration, changing that initial frequency, how it got set into your physiology in the first place, how it started to shape your posture, how it started to shape how you interact yeah. with others. So as you're listening to us, as you're listening to Tara, <laughs> please ask those questions to yourself. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, if you have some past trauma, you have issues with your family, with your relationship relationships just start noticing that in your body in your system because mm -hmm. it is in the physical form yeah, you absolutely. are experiencing it on the physical and breathing form although it's also on the mental 100%. and also what i what i um, have been realizing it's it's not easy for people to you know just sit down and connect with themselves mentally but it's easier for people to connect with themselves physically yes you know, like with breathing, it's easier. Like yes. it's like breathing, physical body, mental body, they're all one mm -hmm. merged into each other. But for us to tap into all kinds of past trauma and, you know, all kinds of um, stuck energies, it's easier to do it through breathing and the body experience. It's so hard to do it on the mental so level. Hard. That's why <laughs> so like hard. I've I've seen people trying to do that. Like yeah. I have a I have a few friends in London yeah. and they've been working with their minds for a long time. Yeah. And I'm like and they're not practicing breath work. Uh, and and I'm like, when are they gonna get it? It's like yeah. you know, it's like it's taking forever. This is not to judge anyone or something, but right. it's taking forever right. when you do it and it's like you don't ground it unless you're yeah. breathing right. you don't ground that all you do all those mind work and you know you get to some place but 
just because you have breathing issues, you don't ground that. It's a pity that people, yeah. you know, very awakened people, yeah. like very good, great-minded people, like very focused and clear-minded people right. still have a loads of problems in their lives, like health issues and mm -hmm. relationship issues yeah. and because they don't ground that energy. Yeah. It's a pity, you know? Yeah, it's such a pity. So sad. Yeah, just because yeah. they don't breathe right and bring that into their lives it's gonna just take a few hours to right. if they practice breath work it's just it's, it's just i mean it's i mean the thing is for me the best things are hidden in yeah. life yeah 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 it, isn't that amazing it's like do you think of that yourself it's like if people knew mm -hmm. what breath work was and right. what it could do to their life right. don't you think like millions would rush yes into breathing sessions <laughs> yes. isn't it funny that still you know there's a not disconnect many people a strong are, disconnect not many many people are using breathwork i mean there are even not many people practicing breathwork as much as meditation and which is you know meditation is very hard right if you're breathing dysfunctional right. you need it to start from the start it's like we're doing this yeah as humans i just I don't know what it is. I think maybe we started talking about breathwork in the mainstream just too late in the game, or I don't know, like the information kept getting suppressed. There's such a disconnect from... But what? that's the thing. It's like the <laughs> the, the most valuable yes, stays hidden. Yes, I get hidden. what you're saying. I know. But I mean, and even like in, in Western culture, for example, like I, I literally was just, I don't even want to go into this arena, but I just <laughs> read an article in the Atlantic about COVID-19, right? And I was reading kind of like where they've evolved over the year in, in terms of understanding long COVID symptoms. And I must have been reading this article for about a half an hour. And it wasn't until the middle where they talk about this doctor having an epiphany like, oh, it's a respiratory problem. Why don't we try breath work with these people? You know, but it like is not obvious for some reason. I think there's a bad connotation around breath work in the Western society where they think it's this very like ethereal, woo -woo yeah, very woo-woo. And I, I think it just requires a lot of re-education process. That's why a project like this that is a global intention yeah. to connect people with this type of work is so important and so powerful. Um, because we have to do the re-education piece. Yeah, we're now <laughs> we're now getting ready to invest on on uh, more research so that we could get FDA approval. Like Great. we're on that path because it's like it's time. I mean, it's time yeah. people got it. I yeah. mean, I've been, I have seen people healing like thyroid problems. Right. And my mom, mom, like healing migraine just right. by breath work, like hormone 30, imbalance, like thirty-two like years of chronic migraine yes, right right seeing tens of doctors mm -hmm. not getting healed mm -hmm. and doctors saying things like this is psychological and seeing my mom suffer from mm -hmm. chronic migraine for yeah. months after months and days after yeah. days she fully healed it and yeah. she hasn't been having any headaches since like 11 12 years and that's like i think you it's know? amazing and we're just yeah. You're not missing that whole yeah. thing, you know? When you consider the burden, the overwhelming burden for people is this chronic inflammatory degenerative disease profiles. It's like the breathing taps into that autonomic nervous system. You're dealing with counteracting that inflammatory response in the yeah. body. So much of what we call disease today is just this hyper-facilitated yeah. inflammatory response, yeah. right? This over-facilitated immune response. And I think the breathing is going to play such a huge role in yeah. autoimmune disease and chronic pain like what your mother was going and, through and it's an ancient science it's right. like it's an ancient science we <laughs> right. forgot and when you look at i don't know if you did any research on that oh i have like, a lot of research yeah, yeah. when you when you look back <laughs> yeah. in history 
breathing has been used like it's been like kind of like a uh, like a diamond or jam mm -hmm. something like people got aware of it started using it and they lost it yes. and then started using it yes. and then lost it it's like yeah it's like this wave in the ocean like why do we lose track right. of it it's like it's right this but I agree with you 100%. So I, it makes me so thrilled to know that you guys are also going to be starting to maybe invest in doing some of the research. Yeah, yeah. we're now on it. We're not on top of it. Like we're in, and that's one of the reasons why I'm in New York, basically. Great. Like we're connecting with different advisory firms and checking how we can do that because it's time. It's like we talk about it from my own experience. Mm -hmm. We have the Breathing Sciences School. We already have a lot of research, mm -hmm. you know, on respiratory, you know, problems and yep. this and that. We already have all those information. Right. We just have to gather them together right. and just tell people this is it you know this is the new science yeah. it's like this is it you can heal more than 200 symptoms you have yeah. without <laughs> taking prescriptive medicine i know you don't like me for that but you know what to do yeah well i mean i think this is essential <laughs> because again that western mindset is more mental like you said more intellectual show me the evidence and then i'll believe it or show me the evidence and then it'll be worthy of my time to even explore it right people need that strong why yeah. and i think in this culture scientific evidence is a very strong why yeah. um and so i do think that is growing and i'm glad and i'm glad that that's where yeah. the focus is because it's yeah. essential and we already have some <laughs> scientific evidence oh yeah the reason, of course <laughs> the reason being like what we call dysfunctional breathing habits is basically like either hypocapnia or right. hypercapnia yes, like it, right. those are respiratory right. symptoms Blood gas what we right. call you know dysfunctional breathing habits or right. wrong breathing habits right. It's already in medical literature, books. Yeah. It's hypocapnia, it's hypercapnia. Right. Just check out the symptoms because of hypocapnia. Those are the symptoms that can be healed by regular breath work. That's it. You know, we just have to combine that. But I we mean, already have all the research, so it's But this is crazy. the problem, too, I find yeah, in the world yeah. is this, uh, this Connection. everyone's dissecting and everyone's like putting the microscope up to their own thing and then we forget to bring it back together. We lose the integration piece, you know. That's why modern functional medicine, integrative medicine is so important because they're finally talking to the holistic practitioners yeah. who have been working with that sort of more palliative side of things, of working on natural cures and natural treatments for yeah. people and finally combining it with like, oh, this is cool that we have all this modern equipment to test and see what's going on in our body, but yeah. it's not pharmaceutical drugs that are going to get us there. We have all this other stuff available yeah. to us that we can pick out of the toolbox and have such a massive impact and it's things that that people can do for free in their own home yeah, that yeah. It, it's so empowering not to have to rely on yeah. someone else to do your own healing uh, so. and besides all like we are at a point where we de definitely need to find natural tools to heal ourselves mm -hmm. because it's like i mean this is not to say medicine or prescriptive medicine or this and that is bad but right. it's like if you're taking something into your body yes that is changing your chemistry right and if you're benefiting from that, it right. is going to cause a drawback. Right. <laughs> so every time you take a medicine or some pill or something into your body, because it's changing your already existing state, right. and it's actually creating kind of like a magic, magical right. state, because you're not in that state, but right. you're taking a pill like psychedelics and right, you're sure. changing your state, it is going to have an effect. Sure. You know, and yeah. it's, it's kind of like, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, we we need to find ways to be healthy naturally other than taking those pills. Well, just because the body yeah. has to take the load constantly, right? Yeah. Like, how to are you going to process it? How you know? are you going to process it? How are you going to move it? You know, like, 
to keep taking is not the the solution ultimately yeah. you know it, it's like what you said it creates a false state almost yeah it's this pure is not magic. me this is a false state yeah it's magic that i can yeah. accomplish when i take this thing right yeah. when i say <laughs> so, this to people you know in the past you know when you look at those history books you, you see all those wizards and witches and they are the pharmaceutical companies oh, sure. right now. Yeah. They are the wizards and the witches <laughs> that combine all of those and create mm -hmm. magic formulas. It's right. pure magic. Right. And a little black magic as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, because it is changing your whole, sure. your whole yeah. state. Yeah. And it's not natural. Right. And you start experiencing another state which is going to hit you from the back. It's yeah. like, you know? Yeah. That's that's what what black magic is all about. Actually, I mean, it's yeah. like you uh, you get into a state where you know you are in this magical state, and because it's not real, then there is this black side haunting you. Sure. And that's what happens. It's like yeah, it's sad. Well, watching. it's not true yeah. transformation, right? Because it's not coming from the inside out. It's yeah. something you're taking from the outside in. So it's not a sustainable yes. practice, really. Yeah. You know? So really and I'm going to ask you because you already have a lot of students and everything. Yeah. Why do you think is the reason? Is it because people don't have time? Is it because people don't have awareness? Like why do people, instead of choosing a natural path, and I'm going to just give you an example of my own past story i was in a deep depression in my 20s and i had the option of seeing a psychiatrist or you know healing it myself i thought to myself like this thing that i'm experiencing is caused because of me like you know i am causing this so i'm the only one who can heal this and change this so i resisted going to a psychiatrist and so uh, this and that and i started meditation and i started yoga and breath work because i knew like, I did this to myself. I can heal it myself. Mm. There is no thing from the outside that can change this. If I can change this, you mm -hmm. know, if I can change my state myself. So my question for you is, why do you think people don't go on that path and think like, yeah, I'm going to take full responsibility and I'm going to just, whatever I'm experiencing right now, I'm going to take full responsibility and deal with it myself and just going out and taking a pill and running. Is it because they don't have time or awareness yeah, or knowledge? Yeah, you just said it. Self-responsibility. I mean, it requires you to take responsibility and it requires you to face whatever is inside of you, right? And it's saying but like... But the thing is, what's the reason? What? Why do you think people don't have that self-responsibility? That's I, the question. Well, first is of all, you've been through is the self-transformation process. Yeah. It takes time, right? And it yeah. takes discipline and it's not a fast switch, it's something yeah. that you're in for a while. And you also probably know and have experienced personally, as I have, there's ups and there's downs. Yeah. And when people yeah. are in the downswing, they don't see the hope of coming back up again. You know, they, a lot of people don't want to go through this process because they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But right? we they can don't teach have that them. Like, I think we're teaching them right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's sure. like a wave. Healing is not linear, Healing is but not it's linear. kind of like a wave. <laughs> yes. And it's okay. You know? But if you're sitting by yourself in it and you've never been taught any of these tools, again, yeah. maybe culturally it hasn't been passed down to you and you try something and you feel like you fail only because you're going into one of those dips, it's very hard for that person then to self-motivate, to take responsibility again and say, well, I'm going to keep doing this thing because in that moment they're perceiving it as not working. You know, they're not anticipating that dip to turn back into a, a new climax for them or a new uh, beneficial experience for them, you know. And I think time is another big thing. 
You know, part of the reason that we're stuck in chronic inflammation is because we're running all the time. We can't yeah. take the break. You know, so with my students all the time, I say, you guys practice every day, a million times a day, getting hyper facilitated. You're so good at getting into a stress response, but yeah. you spend 0.0001% of your day Sometimes. trying to go into down regulation, trying to go into recovery, trying to go into rest. There's just no balance whatsoever, you know? So it's really about saying, Culturally, I think it's happening, at least in big cities. I see it in New York in the holistic wellness uh, sector and even starting to spread into the business sector and the corporate sector. People are no longer in that no pain, no gain, or I'll sleep or I'll, when I'm mm. dead mode. You know, they're starting to really understand like sleep recovery is critical for health and also critical for productivity. So these people who are obsessed with being as productive as possible, how are you going to do that if you are never resting and recovering, resetting, yeah. down regulating, rejuvenating, truly regenerating the cells in your body, yeah, moving balance. the lymph, draining the brain, you know, resetting. That's why we yeah. sleep. Um, so I think that's important and I think it is happening, but it's slow. You know how this works. So, yeah. you know, this is a Mecca, New York City. And I see it slowly over the last 25 years. I see it very slowly spreading. Yeah, but, you know, last month I actually moved out of New York City. I, I'm back home with my mom for a while, which is more of a suburb. It's outside of New Haven, Connecticut, which is not the middle of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. I'm only about two hours from New York. But I already see that suburban mentality. It hasn't hit them yet. You know, like the wave yeah. is so slow to reach the masses. It's very and slow. And maybe it's <laughs> won't. And maybe it's not needed. But still, it's like just just you know taking the time to you know <laughs> yeah. just to balance it out and that's an understanding i'm gonna get sick yep. if i don't stop yeah i'm gonna get sick if i don't you know just take time mm -hmm. to balance it out and take time to breathe and mm -hmm. connect with myself i think just understanding that is a big thing and i think sometimes it takes that actually you know like how many of us wait till we have that massive health crisis to start making changes yeah. and so you know if that's the path that you're on that's the path that you're on you know yeah. i kind of went through a version of that with chronic digestive things massive anxiety a lot of depression like you had and i think a lot of people they have to get into that oh i have an yeah. autoimmune disorder now oop you know there's like some yeah. beginning stages of it's whatever time to change it's time know? to change now i have yeah. motivation it. Now yeah. I have a strong why, you know, yeah. but until that strong why, that strong intention comes, yeah. it's so easy to just stay in autopilot because you're kind of comfortable. It's not bad enough to want to change, you know. Yeah. So, you have such an amazing energy. Oh. Thank you. This has been a, <laughs> one of the most amazing conversations I had. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you one last question. Uh, if there was one thing you wanted humanity to know before you die, what would that be? Uh, this is the pressure is on if there was one thing i wanted humanity to know before i die there was one thing you wanted them to understand what would that be uh that we're stronger together that we're stronger when we're heart-centered that we're stronger when we can uh, see our similarities and see the humanity in each other and stop judging each other by the outside facade mm, yes. and um really try to connect with that spirit essence i think I'm getting emotional. And now I'm, we're going to cry. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the mm -hmm. purest version of a mission. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the best, best words I've heard in a long time. Yeah. We're, together we're strong. Yeah, together yeah, we're understanding strong. Understanding that, but, you know, yeah. let's get together. Mm-hmm.
for sure. Thank you, Tara. Thank you so it's much. It's amazing Nemshad, knowing this was you. So nice. You're a gift. Yeah. So nice to sit and speak with you. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you too. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So ending a conversation with another sister here. <laughs> thanks for watching us, and thanks for listening to us. I'm going to be with you in the next episode of Deep Conversations by Breath Up. <laughs>